I knew straight away who I wanted to speak about today. It's a woman from the Old Testament who I find really inspirational. Her name is Deborah and we find her in the fourth chapter of the book of Judges. Now before we get into her story, just to set the scene, the whole book of Judges is about the Israelites, just this cycle that they keep getting in where they just go away from the Lord. They're as wicked as the nations around them. They end up getting overtaken and dominated by those wicked nations to the point where they just cry out in distress and then God comes in in his mercy and rescues them and the way he does this over and over again in the book of Judges is by rising up one person who acts as a judge in Israel and rescues them. Now there are 12 judges through the book, Deborah comes in at number four, so before her there have been three men and all of the judges after her are men. She really is a square peg in a round hole which I find fascinating. So she's had three men before her, they've all been warriors, they've all led Israel into battle and won their freedom by fighting the enemy. Then she comes along a woman, a woman clearly in a man's world. And the other thing we find about her is that actually Israel had been cruelly oppressed by the Canaanites for the past 20 years. So she has grown up in that environment and emerges as a judge. The Bible doesn't tell us how she ended up being a judge and I find that so tantalising because I love digging into the backstory of a character to find out what their daily life was like, what their, what their personalities were like, what was going on in the nation around them. And so we only have clues with Deborah. She just emerges in verse 4 of chapter 4 with no lead up, no explanation. In verse 4 it just says Deborah. A prophetess, the wife of Lipodoth, was leading Israel at that time. Oh, how did she get to be leading Israel at that time? We're not going to know that, but I like to think that she wasn't confident from birth, but actually she had to grow into this role. She had to grow into this confident, confidence because she really does come over as very confident in this, in this story. It says that she held court under the palm of Deborah and the Israelites came to her to have their disputes settled. So she is clearly a woman who knows the law. She knows the book of the Lord. And so she's well versed in that. And people are coming to her, trusting her judgments and accepting her judgments. So this woman in a man's world this godly woman in a wicked generation, she really has not got a lot going for her. The only thing she's got going for her is that God has placed her in this position. She's got this calling on her life and she has not backed away from it, but she has stepped into it. In this environment where the whole Israelites are in this massive lockdown of oppression and domination, that actually she goes and places herself underneath a tree and makes it be known, come to me with your disputes and I will settle them for you. She is putting her neck on the line and she, you know, she could have invited oppression from the Canaanites. They could have said, who are you? What do you think you're doing? Get back in your house, be quiet. But she's not going to give in to any of that. She's going to do what God has told her to do. And we really do get a little sense as to what life was like 
because in chapter 5 and verse 6 and 7, it says that travellers couldn't travel, the roads were empty. It said that village life in Israel had ceased. Normal life was over. They were living under this huge, oppressive lockdown. They couldn't thrive, they couldn't move, they couldn't be themselves, they weren't free to do anything that they wanted and they could see no end to it. Now into that scenario, we've got Deborah acting as judge in Israel. It also says she's a prophet. Now she's the only judge out of those 12 that it says that she's a prophet. That tells me that she knew the voice of God. She recognized the voice of God. She knew when he was speaking to her. That doesn't happen out of nowhere. That comes from actually developing that relationship with God so that you do recognize his voice and know when he's speaking to you. And the thing I love about Deborah is that she never gives any space for doubt or insecurity. And so when she hears from God how they are going to defeat these Canaanites, she just puts the wheels in motion straight away. She summons Barak. She didn't ask him. She just summons him. He has to travel from another town to get to her. She tells him what his marching orders are. You can read about it in chapter four. We don't have time to do it now. He has a bit of a wobbly. He doesn't question her authority. He doesn't question what she's saying because he seems to know that she is saying the right thing and she is speaking from God. But he has a bit of a doubt about his own abilities. So he says in verse eight, if you go with me, I'll go. If you don't go with me, I won't go. Now, she accommodates that, but tells him there'll be some consequences. You can read the rest of it for yourself, how actually God delivers the Canaanites into their hands and they are set free. We don't have time to go there now, but what I want us to focus on is that if we learn, like Deborah, how to hear the voice of God so that we recognize when he's speaking to us, and if we are well-versed in the word of God so that lines up with what God's saying and we know that it's God speaking to us, and then if we don't give any room to our own insecurities and our own feelings of inadequacy, but we say, no, God has called me, God has told me to do this thing and we are obedient and do it. We can take confidence from this story that God will always come through and bring you the victory, give you the overcoming and allow you to have success in whatever area he has called you to. And just finally, after the victory, it says on that same day, Deborah and Barak sing a, a song to praise and glorify God and to give him all the thanks. They don't take the glory, they give it where it's deserved, to God. And we, we can remember to do that as well. So I hope you've been inspired by her in just these few minutes, just as I have.